This is the Social Savvy Geek Show with Laura Pensatencio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. Thank you for tuning into the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm glad you're here. Whether you're catching the live show or replay, thank you so much for listening. I'm Laura Pensatencio. In the last show, I talked about how to master your messaging for the most captivating copy. Today, we're going to be talking about how to create your best product launch ever in 90 days. So we'll cover why this time frame is effective and go into detail about the different phases, I can say phases, and which elements to include in each. You may be asking already, why a 90-day launch, Laura? Like, what is with this 90 days? And there's a few reasons, one of which is it's enough time to map out a real plan while still being short enough that it remains feasible for nearly everyone. 90 days is roughly one quarter. I mean, duh, you're probably thinking that's the obvious things, but one quarter is enough time to get people on board with what you're doing. So if you're creating an online course, 90 days gives you time frame to create enough engaging content through your blogs, emails, and other supporting promotional activities. It also gives you ample time to build your email list while your content is going out and to begin building excitement about your online course. And we'll go into more details about that over this show. I also like 90 day launch because it's a repeatable system. You spend 30 days creating or improving your content. You spend 30 days building interest in the subject matter and priming your audience for the last 30 days where you're promoting. So prep, prime, promote. And it's 30, 30, 30. Prep, prime, promote. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Today we're talking about how to rock a 90-day launch. Some programs or services that you could use a 90-day launch for include a book launch, because you want a lot of people to buy that book all at one time so that you can get on top of bestseller lists and things like that. So you want people to continue to buy the book over time, but you still want to do an actual launch of the book when it's new, and perhaps at some point a relaunch, or you can retitle or recover if you didn't do a launch and then you think, oh, I should have done one. You can go back and do it later. But you need enough buzz to captivate your audience and, and get a lot of sales at one time. It's just, it's a better process. You can also use this for a workshop series. If you're doing a series of workshops that are a big enough deal to launch, then you can use a 90-day launch to promote that. You can use this, like, obviously, for online courses. So there's this big online world out there, and they, do, they don't know you, and they don't know that you're doing this. So you need to do that prep prime promote so that people are aware of what you're doing and you can build up interest prior to launching. Because if you just put your online course out into the void, I promise you, it's not it's not going to be a good thing. You could also use this for big events. So whether you host in your business something quarterly or semi-annually or annually, you can still use a 90-day launch because firstly, this can be stretched out a little bit. If you have more time, you can use more time. But if this is an annual event and it's the core of your business, you still want to do a 90-day home stretch, like a big launch, a big push right before the event. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. Today, we're talking about how you can create your own successful 90-day launch plan. So I use this method in nearly every area of my business. It's effective for promoting 
promoting online courses like the one coming up soon with Monica Miller. And it's useful for promoting our exclusive in-person VIP events as well. The products are different, but the steps to promote them are really, really similar. So one is online and the other is live and in-person. So the methods of delivery of the product is different. And the path we lead people down, um, it totally reflects that these are different ends but the content creation and distribution process and plan for both of these things is really similar. A 90-day launch is typically focused on sales rather than overall awareness. So you might have awareness campaigns going on throughout the year, but this particular plan is focused on the end of you know, getting butts in seats or getting people to purchase your online program or whatever it is that you're doing to make your sales at the end. It's part of your sales funnel process, and this is what leads to income for your services or your products. Today, I'm going to touch on how to create and organize your 90-day launch so that you can begin to do it right now or even just in the next following weeks. To make it easy, I'm going to give you the 90-day launch plan in the three phases. So the first one, as I said, was plan. You want to create your strategy. You outline the entire 90 days so you know what you're going to say and on which days you're going to do it so you can be organized and ready. Creating a strategy also lets you know like what team you need and in what order you need to get them done. So for project management, this is vital. Then um, the second period of time is the content. You have to create the content. And then you're going to put that out. It's always in alignment with what you're selling. So if you're selling a workshop, then your content needs to surround the workshop and what you're selling. It's probably not surprising to you since I've, I think I've outright told you that each topic for these first 10 shows that I'm doing relates to workshops that I teach. And those workshops that I teach relate to the coaching program that I sell. So it's all in alignment, all leading towards the same goal. And I could do multiple stacking launches to get to the end goal. The second part of this system is the priming. And that's where you're putting out what could be considered your normal type of content. I'm using air quotes, normal type. It's what you usually talk about, but you know that you are leading towards this part where you will be promoting. So as long as that content is leading people down a path to where they'll be open to your promotion, then you're priming them. You're getting people ready to accept your offer later by using content as part of your funnel. So you want to keep that in mind when you're creating this. So if, for example, you have a podcast, you'll create content for it. And if you have a radio show, then you create content for that. And then that leads towards your end goal. And I teach these same principles in my workshops. And the workshops are not the end of my funnel, but they're the middle. The end of the funnel is a quarterly preview that I host with my power partner, Monica Miller, who we're going to talk to today on the show. She's wonderful and you'll love her. But the end of the funnel That could be the end of the funnel for some people. In our case, it's not. We have VIP programs past that. But you have to remember, when you're starting, you keep it simple and you do less. This is something we've done and repeated, so we have added on more. You take it to the level that makes sense for you. And I'll get into more detail about that. So that's the entire first phase of your launch and creating the strategies and content for that. When I come back, We'll dive into the next 30 days and what you need to plan for next. 
So you're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. You can download your 90-day launch workbook from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. And that is in the form of both a workbook and also, if you like, you can get it in an Excel or Google Doc spreadsheet form so that you could physically use this thing to plan your content out. And if you make a copy of that, you can use it over and over and over again. So I have it both in a printable paper format because I've been told some people really like that. And it's also in an online Google Doc format that you can share with your whole team. Whichever is your preference, that's how you can have it. So please do follow me at Social Savvy Geek on Twitter. And again, you're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Mark your calendars, boys and girls. Social Media Day Denver is coming soon. Every year on June 30th, social media fans around the world come together each year to celebrate the myriad of ways in which social media has radically changed our lives for the better. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018. Collaborate with influencers, leaders, and dynamic speakers. Social Media Day Denver is a full-day conference full of recognized leaders in the social media industry, both locally and nationally. You don't want to miss out. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018, and receive exclusive insider social media knowledge, relevant and actionable content you can apply immediately into your business, make impactful connections and relationships for life, and meet and chat with the experts. This event is enlightening and fun for entrepreneurs and small business owners and anyone else who wants to be a part of this dynamic group of social media experts. Find out more at socialmediadaydenver.com. What is all the buzz about with Boost Biz Ed? Known for the past eight years as Boost Denver to their regulars, Boost Biz Ed Denver connects experienced business educators who have a heart to teach with brave and talented business owners who seek to learn new skills in a free-to-the-public format. By attending these Boost Power Sessions, small business owners and solopreneurs take away immediate, life-changing, actionable items that radically catapult their business trajectories. Please join them the first and third Wednesdays of each month from 9.30 to 11 a.m. That's downtown at the Spaces Ballpark. Park location. See BoostBizEd.com for more details. With each Boost session you attend, you'll walk away empowered to apply specific action that will immediately improve your business. Who doesn't want to do that? Their speaker topics include leadership, sales, marketing, and other subjects vital to the success of any business. Boost Biz Ed attracts great people. Networking happens naturally here before and after all Boost sessions. Again, join them the first and third Wednesdays of each month from 9.30 to 11 a.m. downtown at the Spaces Ballpark location. See BoostBizEd.com for more details. We now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pence-Atencio, on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. Welcome back to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence-Atencio. We're discussing your 90-day launch plan, and the first part of your 90-day launch is to create an overall strategy and write all the content you need for your launch, but that's just phase one. Phase two starts 60 days out, and here's what you'll need to do. Your content should be already being published on your blog, social media, any place you've chosen to publish content. But as I said, this uh, flows into your normal content publishing time, and you're going to be using the same place that you're usually publishing, whether that's a podcast or the radio or your blog or all of those things. Wherever you usually put your content, you're still doing that. But now your content is focused on your funnel and on your end goal. So it should be moving people towards the end of your funnel. And again, that is your big paid offer, whatever that is. 
In other words, all your content should be leading people to the final destination. Whether it's a free workshop or a paid product or wherever they're going, right now that's what you're talking about. So during this time frame, you need to have a lead magnet or content upgrade on every single blog post or whatever your primary content is to begin building your list. We have done a 90-day launch for our online program, and you put it on your marketing calendar, which you'll know I talk about all the time. You get 90 days, you mark the 60 days, you mark the 30 days, and I have gone through this process with several different people in Power Partners and by myself, where you outline your content like soup to nuts. The first step of that 90 day, the first phase of the 90 days, and that first 30 days, the very first thing you do is outline every single piece of content that you're going to need for the rest of the process. That takes up a whole day. And you're not putting the bullets into those things. You're just saying, I need a blog article on this day, that day. You put them on the calendar. You, t- you know how many pieces of social content that you need. And this is all in the download, so you can see what I'm talking about. Um, it should all be focused on what you're launching and answering your audience questions in more depth. So again, it's always leading people towards the end sale, but you're not selling at this point. You're educating, you're helping, you're serving. You're not actually asking for any exchange. This is all you giving. You've got to give and give and give and serve first because then you're already helping people. They know that they can trust you. And when you get finally to asking for money, they're just going to be like, please take my money. That's the idea. That's why we do this launch. So I've talked about this a little bit last week, and you can talk, um, look back at past shows to catch up if you've missed anything at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. So the content should be teasing people that something is coming, but you're not spilling the beans yet. You're not telling them. Give, build up a little bit of suspense here. You can, uh, you can draw it out a little bit. So as phase two comes to an end, then you're going to want to begin ramping up and getting ready for phase three. And that's the last phase of the 90-day lunch plan. This is where you might feel like more intensity because you're really getting people excited as you begin to promote your paid product. So 30 days out from the end, you want to start pre-selling your program. You could have an early bird price. You can let people know um, there's fast action bonuses. So if you're creating an online course, you can pre-sell your course for a discounted rate or with added bonuses. You don't have to discount. That is not on brand for everyone. Sometimes the price is the price is the price, and you're not going to change it. But you could give more bonuses or things that are rele- have to be relevant to your course, but something that's added an extra as an incentive for people to sign up early. And you let them know that they'll get rewarded for taking action now. So we have done, um, as an example of an early bird promotion, is if you get in early and you're one of the first, say, five people, then you could have a private coaching call. And if your practice is very full and you can't give a private coaching call, you could do a group coaching call. Or you could have an extra private support Facebook group. Or you could have extra content that's already prepared and pre-recorded. It's up to you what works for your business. I have found that if you have a very good bonus. Some people will buy your entire program just for that. (laughs) Actually, as an example, I did that one time. I bought an entire program that I, honestly, I didn't even open it, but I bought it because the person who was an affiliate for it offered 
to meet them. <laughs> and I bought the whole program just so I could do that. And I think we all know it's Amy Porterfield. So it's true. It's true. I bought something just so I could go meet her and I would do it again. So you want to create that kind of loyalty around yourself. You really want to be the person that people would say, you know what, your bonus is so good. I'm going to buy that. <laughs> I have to have that. Um, but it should it should relate to the to the entire course and help people further uh, what they're trying to get to. So pre-sell. And then this method gets you money now so that you can put it towards your business. Or for a lot of people, if they're just starting, if they get a little money, they can put more money in advertisements and boost up and get more sales. So always be thinking, you know, what you can do at each phase based on your budget. But if you make pre-sales early, then you might consider reinvesting some of that back into making more sales to make your program get bigger. Um, so that also gives you committed customers who are serious about their business for life. And you want to market your paid product. Where are you going to market it? The same place that you've been marketing all along. So if you have Facebook, then market on Facebook. If you've been developing Twitter, then use Twitter. If you are on a radio show or a podcast, that's where you want to go ahead and promote. Most people right now, it's going to be their blog and it's going to be promoted through social media. So you always want to have your core content place. Your structure is based around that. And that's why we outline in the first, when you're 90 days out in that first 30 days, we say exactly where you're going to put all this stuff. And if you have a smaller list or you haven't got to the point where you have an audience big enough to support your launch, there's two things you can do. You can do outreach and get on other people's shows and get their help to promote, or you can put some money into advertising. And that's largely going to, or you could do both. But you, that's largely going to depend on your budget and your connections. But don't think just because you don't know someone now does, doesn't mean you can't reach out and find someone who would be interested in helping you promote. You, the key that is you want to find someone who has a little bit bigger of an audience because if you match up two people with no audience and promote each other, it's not going to be any better than if you were going by yourself. So um, do you have a cart open and close period? People are programmed now to not make a decision until we have to. So if you just say, hey, I have this thing that's available all the time, there is no sense of urgency. So that's part of the reason we want to have a launch to get everybody in and let them know that this is happening. But then you offer it and then you have to take it away. At some point you have to say, this is this is coming down because there are something like 70% of sales happen right before you take it away. Because people are like, oh, I have to decide now. Am I in or, in or am I out? And if someone's out, that's fine. They weren't going to buy it anyway. But if someone's in, then now they're purchasing now instead of putting it off. They're also more likely to take action on the thing if you gave them a deadline because now they feel urgent about it. If it's just always available, sometimes people buy it and they just don't even implement it. So do turn up the heat with your content messaging as the carts begin to close. Send out a few extra emails letting them know the time is running out. Give them reasons why this would be a, a good uh, beneficial product for them to have. And don't forget to use testimonials. Other people's experience is more valuable to them than you touting your own product. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. We're talking about how to create your best 90-day launch ever. Um, so 
some people want to say, well, it feels slimy to create a false deadline, to take this thing away when really it's prepared and it's there all the time. You're not doing this. It's not trickery. We're not trying to coerce people. It simply is proven human nature that if something is available and it's there all the time, we take it for granted. That's just the way we are. So by saying, hey, you have a limited amount of time. If you miss this deadline, you can't get back in. Then people will take action. The key to that is, though, it's got to be true. You can't say I'm taking this away and then not do it because then you're out of integrity and nobody will believe you the next time you say it. So make sure that when you set a deadline, stick to it. And there could be an emergency situation where someone's like, my internet is down and I can prove it. That's a different thing. But I'm saying as a general rule, you have to stick to your guns. You have to let people know that when I say that it's going to be gone, that it's really going to be gone. And then once it is gone, you can let them know that's okay. We'll do it again in six months or a year. So you can let them know it'll come back around again. And just because they missed it now doesn't mean they missed it forever. And if someone really, really wanted it that much, then they'll be back. I have actually been the person to look at something and it closed and I didn't buy it because the timing wasn't right. But then, hey, guess what? The next year I was looking for it because I was like, hey, that thing that I saw last year, I want that now. And I will follow someone until the time is right for me. Um, <clears throat> so there's nothing sleazy or slimy about doing that. It's just it's just business and it's a, a wise business decision. There's nothing shady about that whatsoever. I have had people say, okay, well, I have an evergreen funnel. So my product actually is available all the time. How do I do uh, scarcity with that? To do that, what you just need is a, a software that will create a personal deadline funnel for someone. So you can say the deadline for you is this time and it tracks the person across their devices so it knows that this is a limited time offer. Once you see it, you have a time frame in which you can respond to it. And if you don't, then the early bird pricing goes away and it, it's still available, but it's this other price. And then you can have a deadline for that where that goes away. Um, but that is a personal funnel. So you're still in integrity because it still goes away and that offer is no longer available. It's just individual to that person. So evergreen funnels are a thing. It just requires different software. And if you have questions about that time of thing, um, hop into the Facebook group and uh, ask and we can direct you towards the right thing. So the Facebook group is at the Social Savvy Geek Show on Facebook and there's a button right at the top where it says visit group. So if you click that button, it'll actually take you into the group. And it is closed group, but it's for you. The reason it's closed is because people like to get in there and spam us and we wanna protect you from wasting your time looking at sunglasses and purses because we really just don't need any of that spam in there. So the people who are in there are all real people and they're just like you with the same questions and we wanna support you in that community. So once you join, we'll answer your questions. So just because it says closed, don't feel like you're shut out, you're not. It's really just to make sure that you're, you're an actual human being who is there to learn and not a spammer. That's the only reason it's a closed group. So again, you go to the Social Side of Geek Show on Facebook and then you click the button that says visit group and then we will accept you as long as you're not a purse or sunglasses. <laughs> that 
particular group right now, we're, we're talking about the same things that we talk about in the show. So if you're listening to the podcast and you listen to an episode that has already aired, don't think you can't answer that you can't ask that question. You can ask any question that you have related to online marketing at any time. It doesn't have to be this week's show. We get a lot of the same questions um, ongoing. And those questions don't just help you. They help us because they inform the type of topics that I talk to you about. So if you have a question, somebody else has it too. So please do let me know so that I can help you even better in the future. So right now, we are talking about how to do your 90-day launch. When we get back from this break, we're going to be speaking with Monica Miller, who is my friend and power partner. And I've been talking about her for the past few shows, so this shouldn't come as a surprise. And you're going to love her. She's fantastic. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio, and we'll be right back. I'm Jessica Ettinger, CNBC. The Dow fell and then came back. We've got more than triple digits on the Dow at the moment. Major indexes are all higher. The Dow is up 117 points. The Nasdaq is up 11 points. The S&P 500 is up three points. New home sales were down in December. They were lower than expected. And the November number was revised lower, too. Buildings were raising prices because material and labor costs were higher. And with mortgage rates heading up, this means fewer sales. Home Depot announced $2,000 bonuses for workers because of the corporate tax cut. KFC is out with Smoky Mountain Barbecue Fried Chicken, adding to their Nashville Hot and Georgia Gold varieties of chicken to make what they're now calling their Taste of the South lineup. And Taco Bell's Nacho Fries premiere on menus nationwide today for a dollar for a limited time. Jessica. There are a lot of aspiring governors in Colorado. Believe you me, you want to get to know them all. The AmeriChicks are inviting each of them to join us. We'll ask what issues are important to Colorado, what are their solutions, and what is their vision for Colorado. So next with the AmeriChicks, Molly and Kim, gubernatorial candidate Tom Tancredo joins us. The conversation promises to be robust and informative. Join us. The AmeriChicks, Kim Monson and Molly vote Weekday afternoons 5 to 6 on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk. 1690 AM. Ben Franklin once pointed out that the only certainty in life is death and taxes. Are you concerned about how the new tax bill is going to affect you or your business? Are you trying to tackle taxes on your own? Standard deductions, net operating loss, pass-through deductions, it's enough to make your head swim. Unless you're tax expert Josh Berman with Denver Tax Return Service. Josh is an enrolled agent with the IRS and has been helping businesses save money and have peace of mind for the last 13 years. Josh takes pride in working directly with you during the entire process. You'll never be handed off to someone else. He'll walk you through how the new tax code and laws affect you and your business. And beyond tax season, he offers year-round bookkeeping and accounting services. Right now, there's a very special radio offer. All business tax returns start at just $399. Start 2018 off right by calling your tax expert, Josh Berman, at Denver Tax Return Service today for a free half-hour consultation. His number is 720-336-0950. That's 720-336-0950. Or visit TaxReturnServiceDenver.com. That's TaxReturnServiceDenver.com. 
Forever My Girl is a modern-day prodigal son story. Country music star Liam Page never got over Josie, his one true love he left at the altar. But when he returns to his hometown years later, he's faced with the consequences of all he left behind. Why'd you leave my mama? I was young. I got lost. But you found your way back now, right? Find your way back home in the film NBC Raves will make you laugh, cry, and fall in love. Forever My Girl. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Now playing. Now, back to the social savvy geek, Laura Pensatencio, on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. Welcome back. You're listening to the Social the social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio, and I am here with Monica Miller. She has been writing books her whole life, and she's published several. She's the genius behind content strategy at Monica Writes. She's a new mama to a beautiful baby boy, and she's my friend and power partner. Together, we co-own Marketing That Converts, an online program for speakers, authors, and entrepreneurs. Welcome, Monica. Hey, thanks for having me on your show, Laura. Oh, it's only a matter of time, I'm sure, that you will be on here again. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yes. yes. More definitely. Absolutely. So I'm just going to jump right in. How did you know what your superpower is and helping people know exactly what they need to write about to connect with their ideal clients. How did you know that? You know, it just kind of came to me. I don't think all of our superpowers, we just woke up and were like, oh, this is our superpower. It just <laughs> came naturally. Um, one of the ways I found out that this was my superpower was when I started to listen to people's stories, and I loved hearing what they had to say either the life story or maybe it was about the passion. Mm-hmm. And I just goped it all in. I loved hearing that. And that's when I knew that that was my superpower. I love to listen and then pull the information from people by asking questions. Because um, back when me and my husband were stationed at Ramstein Air Force Base in Germany, mm-hmm. I was working with the newspaper when I was writing human interest stories. Uh-huh. And that's whenever it all came to me was I love hearing people's stories and I feel like everyone has a story and it should come out into the world, whether that's through blogging or a book or any other form of content. And from there, it just exploded. You know how it goes. <laughs> whenever you started getting clients or when I started getting clients, um, that's how I just grew and just became in love with content strategy and pulling out those stories and saying, hey, here's what you can write about. Right. And of course, I know that you're brilliant at mapping out exactly which pieces of content are needed for a blog article, a book, or an entire launch. So tell us your system for pulling that out from people. Yeah. So it all begins with Knowing who you're speaking to, <laughs> or rather your avatar. So guys, go back and listen to Laura's episodes about your avatar because it is important. So, <laughs> I love you. Is, <laughs> yeah, and so what, um, so what you want to do is identify your avatar. And then once you know who you're speaking to, you can then go and ask questions to them uh-huh. and get feedback. And just ask them, you know, what are you struggling with? And also, go back and listen to Laura's episode about <laughs> the burning desire. You want to get down to the burning desire. What is it that they really want? And that 
And then how can you truly help them? How can you truly solve their problems? Although, whatever is going on, you know, I help people solve their content issues. You know, whether they, you know, want to write content and they don't know where to begin, that's where I come in. So you begin asking, asking these questions. Mm-hmm. And once you identify that burning desire, then you can create topics surrounding um. their questions. So if their question is, Monica, how do I create content? Then that is where I can come in and answer the question in a blog form, a uh-huh. newsletter. Uh, and this is just for me and my business. Right. And for you and your business, it's going to be different. Once you, are, you have identified these topics, then you can begin creating a system where you're leading people into a launch or sell or maybe a freebie or a webinar or mm-hmm. whatever you have going on. You can begin leading people um, by placing your content in a way where you can get people excited about your new content upgrade, whether that's, a, you know, like I said, a webinar, mm-hmm. online course. Um, and then you can, you know, you want to make sure that your content is talking about your product or you can even mention topics in your product. Like, for example, when I was launching a blogging course, some of my blogging topics revolved around what was going to be in the course. So that's some of the ways you can begin creating content um, and putting it in a system to get people excited. Yeah, sometimes our stuff gets a little meta because we're teaching people the things that they want to learn from us by doing the things that they want to learn from us, which is cool, but it's not that easy for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) So that's your system, and those are really great questions. And I don't know if everybody knows that, you know, obviously I've been in business for myself for eight years and we've only known each other for um what two years now two years i don't even know probably like i think think it's about two years it feels like both forever and yesterday so it's hard (laughs) it's hard to put a time (laughs) on it but um i obviously had a good uh sound foundation of teaching workshops and being a teacher and then also promoting my content really well but then once we started working together we got to the point where we're talking every single week and we do these big product launches together but we do you know we follow this 90-day system but we get together and you are have helped me to propel my business forward by really coming in there and saying here's here's the holes in your con like this content and this content don't match like there's something missing and you really get in there and connect all the dots so can you tell us more about how you do that yeah, real quick. Yeah, I can do that. Um, <laughs> or I could be on as long as you want me to, of course. <laughs> um, so one of the ways I connect the dots is I'm a big picture person. I realize that about myself. I see the big picture. Mm-hmm. So once we start getting into the nitty-gritty, that's whenever I can start seeing and visualizing, this is what I think. This is what I think you need to be doing. Like I know with your content, Laura, mm-hmm. we have both discovered that sometimes you may need a story or you may need an example and or you're like, I don't know what to put here. So that's whenever I come in and say, okay, let me look at it. And I talk to you. I yeah. love talking to you, of course. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> and getting all that out of you and asking you questions. And then once you 
talk it out, I can start saying, okay, here is what you need to say. This is what I feel like will be best. This is how I visualize it because I'm a big picture person. I can start visualizing what you, what, what kind of makes sense and what is best for you and your audience when you're creating your content or even your radio show. Well, absolutely. And I, I make no secret of the fact that I have ADHD and I absolutely know my, my long-term goals, but sometimes I have uh, trouble staying focused on my own projects because I get so excited about my clients and what they're doing that uh, I can let my own things get out of hand like I think many business owners do. But by bringing you in, uh, I'm able to stay on target and focused mm-hmm. and then you know, I know what I'm going to teach, but just meeting with you and talking with you about my content really helps me get prepared. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I said, but you're the person who helps me uh, outline what I'm going to talk about on my radio shows. Prior to this, you helped me figure out what I was going to blog about in a specific order to support my launch. Because yeah, I know what I know, but I need to know what my audience doesn't know. And you mm-hmm. have helped me to connect with people who aren't me and communicate better. So thank you. Because I'm the outside <laughs> eyes and ears. Um, and I think that's really important to mm-hmm. bring to your business is to make sure, do I have somebody who can be the outsider? You know, what questions should I be asking? What What are some things that, of course, I know and it's common <laughs> sense to me, but it may not be common sense to the person outside of my little bubble. Because exactly. Yeah, we all need that extra pair of eyes and ears, and that's where I come in. I'm that extra eyes or ears that you may need in order to identify what questions should I answer inside of my content, or what should I say, or how should I put this, or what order does it need to go in? Yes, what order it needs to go in is critical, because sometimes mm-hmm. I may have um, established um, the structure, and I've really outlined, here's how you do this thing. And you come back and say, there's a piece, like, I don't know how you got from here to here. There's something missing in the middle. What goes here? And then I'm like, oh, right, duh. And I'll go back in and put that piece in. And then the entire blog article reads from start to finish a lot better. So yeah. you also help people uh, figure out what social content needs to go on all the platforms, which is um, super helpful as well. Um, do tell us where people, aside from Marketing that Converts, which we know, but where people can connect with you and learn more about your personal, like your programs and services that aren't with me. <laughs> yeah. You can go to my website at monicawright.com. That is right as if you're writing a book. So monicawright.com. And you can also find me on Facebook, Monica Wright for you. And you can also find me on Twitter, and it's the at symbol with Monica Whiten attached to it. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here today, Monica. I absolutely love your work, and I'm so pleased to finally be able to introduce you to everyone. And for those of you thank listening, you, oh, you're so welcome. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. You can get your free goodies from our show at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. Do stay tuned. We'll talk about what happens after the 90-day launch is done when we get back from this break. 
As an entrepreneur, how does this sound to you? Learn how to make your marketing work for you without becoming a slave to your business, even if you don't have a big list. Does this sound like crazy talk? Because it doesn't have to be. This is how marketing is supposed to work. With a proven plan and systems that work, you can make your marketing a powerful, unstoppable force. Monica Miller of Monica Writes and Laura Pence Atencio of Social Savvy Geek have combined their genius to bring you Marketing That Converts. Simple, proven systems that can make the difference between scrambling to find your next client and a thriving business with sold-out events, wait lists for private coaching, and online program sales that used to be out of reach. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Looking for adult education classes, workshops, and seminars in Denver? Colorado Free University offers a wide array of adult education classes in the Denver metro area. Their programs include Spanish lessons and classes and other foreign language classes, CompuSkills computer training classes, as well as arts and crafts classes, dance classes, writing classes, career and business classes and seminars, classes in personal growth and development, performing arts workshops, special events, and much more. They recognize that many of the folks who take classes at CFU are small business owners or aspiring entrepreneurs. An area of focus in their programming is putting together a great selection of social media training and online marketing. These days, you can't do business without learning at least a little about using social media and other online marketing tools for your business. Get more information at freeu.com. That's freeu.com. That's free, the letter U, dot com. We now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pence Atencio, on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence Atencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about developing and completing your 90-day launch plan. So let's dive into the post-launch steps right now. So this is most like an overlooked step. Everybody is gung-ho to get to the end of the funnel and to make the sale. And it is absolutely critical to the ongoing success of our businesses that we stop and evaluate what went well, what went horribly, and what was just okay, but how can we improve this system for the future? Because very rarely do we just launch one time and then we're done. That That's not a sustainable business model. So in this post-launch analysis, after your program, workshop, et cetera, you can take time to process what happened. And this will determine how aligned you are with your overall brand and messaging. And it's usually the case that we want to do some amount of tweaking. Um, it's a huge opportunity to go back over your goals and see, did you meet them? Did you exceed them? Uh, did we not get to the goal? Because Quite frankly, that will happen, especially if it's your first launch of a new program. If you have something and it totally flops, it's okay. That's normal. I mean, even I talk about Amy Porterfield all the time, and she talks about how when she first started out, she had a total flop, a complete flop. She's now making multiple millions of dollars a year in her program. So do not think that somebody who's doing it now has always been doing it at that level because that's just not the case. So remember to stay committed to the launch but not attached to it. Just because one launch fails does not mean the whole thing is a bust. 
So it's easy to get discouraged because we put in all this hard work and then it doesn't go the way that we hoped it would. So take this time to take stock and then learn and gain insights. And if it went great, awesome. Then you can see, did we sell exactly what we wanted to? Um, you know, how did things go well? What things worked so that we can make sure we replicate them? Because sometimes you just got a lucky timing and, you know, it, you got to make sure that it was something that you did that can be repeated. So remember, when I'm saying you could start out with a total flop, it happens. I hope it doesn't happen to you. And the more prepared you are, the less like, likely it is. But there could be one key thing that was missing and it was just one small tweak and then you turn it on and it goes like gangbusters. So it could take between three to four times before people really start catching on to what you're doing. And so you're going to want to launch several times before you give up. Now, and when I say give up, I do mean that you could change the thing or change the tactics, not like throwing the towel for your entire business, okay? I'm talking about the launch, not your business. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. We're talking about how you can analyze your launch after you've done it. Let's go over the key elements in analyzing your launch. So you wanna look at the cost of production. How much did you spend? Was how much you spent worth the outcome that you got? Could you save money in some areas next time? Are there some areas you could have put a little more in and possibly gotten a better return on your investment in that part? Profitability. Did you make the amount of money that you wanted to? Did you exceed that amount? If so, what made the difference? Especially if you've done this before, compare that one to this one. But if it's the first one, we're just going with what we have. What is something you could have changed to make your profits bigger? Um, was your target on point? Were the people who attended the right people? Did you attract who you expected to attract? If not, it might be time to revisit your messaging and tweak it. Or you attracted the right people and you could just move onward. It does occasionally happen that you attract people you didn't expect to attract, but they're a good fit and they're well served. And in that case, keep doing what you're doing. If the people you get aren't who you expected, but you love them, then just keep doing what you're doing. Then you need to ask yourself, how well did you serve the people who got in through your launch? Did the content resonate with the audience that was attracted to it? Did you meet the amount of downloads that you wanted? Did you get the number of butts and seats that you wanted? Like, just did you meet the overall goals and were the people who they're satisfied? So I've had people say uh, things about, I'm not sure that the people who came in were satisfied. Well, you should do surveys with them ask them were they satisfied um, and then also look at your refund amounts it is highly typical to get 10 percent of people asking for refunds no matter what you do you can get it maybe down to like three percent but there's always going to be a couple people who just aren't in alignment and are going to ask for a refund you have to decide what your re refund policy is going to be in advance but you cannot please all the people all the time so don't try because that's just going to make you it's going to make you crazy it's not going to please those people then also um if you are honestly, ethically serving at least 80% of the people who got into your program feel like it was a good value and that they got what they were looking for, then you're on track. Keep doing what you're doing and just refine your messaging and get more, make sure you're identifying those 80% of people and get more like them. The people who were in the 20% the of people who didn't feel served, don't message people like them. Find out what they didn't, didn't like, but focus on the 80% who are happy. Don't worry about the naysayers because they're just not your people. If you find the messaging, you can get to more people serve, fewer people unhappy. That's the goal. 
You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence-Tensio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about creating the best 90-day launch ever. Let's wrap up with some questions and answers. Okay, first question. 90 days seems like a lot. Do I always have to have a 90-day launch? No. No, you don't. 90-day launch is for when you are launching a major thing. This is whatever is the focus of your quarter or semi-annual or a year, but this is a primary focus. So if you're running a little one-hour one, uh, workshop, you don't have to launch that for 90 days. It doesn't require that amount of effort. However, if this is a core business piece and this is something that you're relying on for your income, then yes, please give it the attention that it deserves and launch it properly so that you know that you did your best. And then next question, can my launch be shorter or longer? Well, that's pretty similar. But yes, it can It can be shorter if, if you have a, a product that requires less of an effort. You could uh, squ squish this down a little bit. Perhaps you spend uh, a week making the content and two weeks kind of priming the pump and then another week promoting it. But that's going to be for a small ask. This is not going to be for some primary thing that is that you're counting on for income. If something is a big enough deal that it's the focus of your quarter, it deserves 90 days of your attention. Now, some people have uh, one thing that is their thing for the year, and that's the primary thing they do. Like, for example, so social media ex examiner has a an annual conference. That's their primary thing. But they launch it all year, but they do have little like 90-day windows within their within their year where they're launching tickets are on price for this sale, then tickets are on price for this sale, you know, and so the price changes over time and they're constantly launches, but there is a big 90 day push towards the end. So even if you only have something that is available once a year, you don't want to go on for the whole year in the same thing. I would recommend little 90 day segments so that you can change it up and people don't get uh, bored. You know, they'll, they'll get that like road hypnosis where they're just like, uh, I'm seeing the same thing over and over. Okay. Creating all that content seems exhausting. What can I do to lessen the overwhelm? Well, it could be exhausting. I happen to like it. If it's not your genius, then I highly recommend you hire someone. If you can't do that yet, then focus on your key core content, do the best you can with it, and get it out there, sell something, and then hire someone. <laughs> but really, this plan, um, this plan does make it less overwhelming because part of the reason why people feel overwhelmed at the beginning is because you Firstly, it's the first time. It's very labor intensive. I'm not going to lie. This is, a, this is not easy. It's simple. There's a difference. You want to take the time to create this content in an organized way. But by stopping to plan exactly the pieces that you need, putting them in the proper order for maximum effectiveness, and then knowing exactly which pieces of content you need to support that, you can create a template and then use that again and again throughout this launch. So if your primary content sources blogging. You have an outline for a blog. It creates like you have your subheading and then you get into the, um, here's the introduction, here's the meat, here's the, you know, the lead magnet at the end. You're just repeating that over and over. You're changing out the content. So once you have the system in place, it becomes easier and less overwhelming. Please don't try to reformat every single one and make them different. Do the same thing over and over again and change the topic. Then you'll feel less overwhelmed. Okay, how do I tweak or change my launch if I don't know what went wrong? Hmm. Well, it would be hard to tweak or change if you don't know what went wrong. But if you don't know what, what, 
what went wrong, I would suggest asking someone else to take a look from the outside. Because often we are too close to our own projects and we just need a second set of eyeballs because somebody else can probably really quickly tell you where you went wrong, but you're not going to see it because it's your baby. So ask uh, a mentor, a friend, a coach, um, and you could have, um, you can always send a survey to your list. If you launched it to a list you have, you can ask them, hey, um, I recently did a launch. You didn't purchase. Uh, Why? And don't tell them that nobody else purchased either. That's not necessary. Just ask them specifically as an individual, why didn't you purchase? Was it this or this or this? Um, And then you can get the answers directly from the people who didn't purchase. Um, Let's see here. Uh, When it comes to marketing my product during phase three, where should I market? Okay. Well, that depends on your industry and what you do for a living and what you're trying to sell. If you are a B2C um, you know, customer-driven something, then it's likely you'll want to be on Facebook, Instagram, things that are you know, B2C oriented. And if you are business-to-business, a high-ticket thing, then perhaps you should be link- looking at LinkedIn or other similar, uh, some other similar places. That's really a kind of an industry-specific. There are also some um, websites or other things where you can market that are actually industry-specific. So if your industry has a website that allows advertisement or marketing or promotion of what you do, then you should be there, probably. But um, again, you'll know your specific industry. And if you need advice on that, hop into the Facebook group and ask, because I can't really answer that particular question without knowing what you do. If I decide to pre-sell my offer, what are some good bonuses I can sell without recreating? Okay. There's two... One, I would say it is beneficial if you have the time and resources to create something especially that is only a bonus for this. It really makes the people in your program feel special and valued and you will get return on that. However, if you don't have the time and resources to do that yet, then you can take existing content from your blog or your radio show, whatever you have, and package it up in a way where you've got, say, like in this series, I've got nine different topics. I could put those into a format where they're all in one place, easily accessible, and it goes, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and it's there for you. That could be a bonus because now you don't have to go out searching for it. You don't have to listen to it all uh, out of order and search. So just make what you have more accessible and simpler, and that's a good place to start. Um, Let's see. Can I repurpose content to go into my launch plan content? Yes. Yes, you can. So if you're already blogging about content that is rel- that relates to what you're selling, by all means, don't just republish exactly the same thing, but you can take it and tweak it and put it in the middle. So if you've got four articles about a topic that's relevant, then work them in and say something else very similar about it. So yeah, do that. I have a question for you, and you can answer me on your favorite social channel. Have you tried a launch before? If yes... What type of results did you get from doing it? And if no, why not? And you don't have to spill all your beans. Just be general about this. But again, have you tried a launch? And if you did, did it work? And, and if you haven't tried one, what's keeping you from trying it? Thanks for joining me today on the Social Savvy Geek Show. I appreciate you. I'm so glad you tuned in, whether you're listening live on the radio or you're listening to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Until next time, join our conversation online. Savvy?